It's the way. Ooh, just kidding. Sorry. We used to make them now. I feel like every fucking show is the recap. <laughs> right. Well, this um, is a hi, recap of the fuckery. <laughs> uh, welcome to What's the Tea. I'm Arthur the Edgy. I'm Nick Jew. Um, I know we didn't talk about this on the show, but I'm so happy that my steel trap memory figured out where Fighting Mad Mary is from. Yeah, some lady who calls herself Fighting Mad Mary was like, it's me. I need to be on the show. I'm like, no, ma'am. <laughs> For real? You didn't see she was on Twitter like, it's me. Y'all should bring me on y'all show. Like, no, ma'am. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. Um... No, it's from a Glozelle video where she was trying to take her armpit hair off with Nads. That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my God, Nads. Yes, nigga. My I- favorite part is when she was like, not to be used on coarse hair. When she had the <laughs> shit all over her. <laughs> Have I told you my story about Nads? No, but I can't wait to hear it. How I like natted off my eyebrow and it has never <laughs> fucking grown back right. <laughs> Did it hurt? I mean, you got them, you got them, you know, uh, you quadroon eyebrows. <laughs> you eat a dick. Uh, my eyebrows are Negroidian in nature. Um, <laughs> When was that? I probably was a teenager when Nads was popular because I feel like I remember being in my mother's bathroom, like somewhere I didn't have no business being. <laughs> no fucking business. Doing something I didn't have no business doing. Um, and I put the little Nads on and like half my eyebrow came off. I'm like, oh my God. I remember because, you know, I... Uh, we didn't grow up with a ton of disposable income. Mm-hmm. So I saw it at the 99 cent store and I was like, ooh. And my mama said, no, baby, don't. You don't. <laughs> what was you trying to nat? I don't know. Oh, I think because uh, I didn't have a stitch of body hair until yesterday. But someone was like, oh, you know, the wives tale. If you shave, it'll come back like thicker and and whatever yeah so i was like oh well maybe if i shave or like nad my face you can get your beard to connect oh my god they still sell nads so they so um nads used to be they haven't learned yet (laughs) nads used to be um an infomercial like you had to call a 800 number to get it but apparently now yeah Yeah. and the lady was like nids why do australian people what did you call me near nids it's my terrible australian accent why do australian people say oh like that i i'm not participating in this (laughs) no (laughs) you really are trying to get us canceled and i can't Anyway, apparently you can get it now. I should get it. No, absolutely not. Because it was like just like a green gel thing and you put it on the thing and rip it right on off. Mm-hmm. Lord knows I could use a hair removal product in these well, you know, uncertain all of it, times. I'm going to no damn salon. Yeah. Also, they have strips. They have a wand. Oh, Sugar wax, oh. gel, the original hair remover gel. That's the one that fucked up my eyebrow. <laughs> 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 I had to take that shit off the market like Cisco and reformulate it because it worked too good. My damn eyebrow ain't never came back right. <laughs> Charcoal bead wax. Chow. Oh, they're trying to fucking innovate, ho. Okay, let me see what Ned's talking about. I definitely am so in need of a pedicure. Like, you know, my I keep my nails together, but just the back and the bottoms, yeah. my lord. I'm not even. I can't wait to be up in there with uh with with Jenny and them. Listen, like, get it all, sis. Get it all. I don't care if you charge me extra because I got big feet. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I'll be so mad because I'll be seeing the price in the window, like $14 special manicure, pedicure, Monday through Tuesday only from 1.30 p.m. to 1.35 p.m. And I'm like, okay, 
I came here at the motherfucking designated time, and she gonna ring my ass up for twenty five dollars. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I mean, like, mm-hmm. your feet are like twice the size of. That don't matter. The signs say this, like Arizona iced tea. The price is on, on the can. On the can. <laughs> but you know, I be dipping this shit, so it's fine. Uh, what's the tea? Ugh. Um, you know. <laughs> Woo, bitch. Woo, shit. It's a uh, struggle city. But um, <laughs> there were like four pieces of really good news this week. Oh, okay. The first being uh, my very dear friend is a fucking Pulitzer winner. <laughs> you mean Michael uh, R. Jackson, guest of What's guest the Tea podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. The very self-same. Um Cast Tech just really be popping out legend after legend. What's Cast Tech? Sorry. Oh, Thomas is gonna be really upset with you. Okay, like that's like that's the high school. That's the high school in Detroit. Oh, how am I supposed to know that? I he I swear he'd be talking about Cast Tech anyway. I don't think uh, he's ever. Ross, I don't think he's ever said the name of the school. Oh, Diana Ross is an alum of Cast Tech. Uh, Thomas. Kenya Moore. Oh, wow. Um, well, you ruined it. <laughs> and now Pulitzer Prize winning uh, theaterist, Michael R. Jackson. <laughs> That's amazing for a strange loop. Yeah. Who yeah. another guest of West the Tea podcast, all, all on our Patreon. You have to subscribe to the Patreon to uh, get the Pulitzer Prize winning interviews. Jason was on the Patreon. He was in the a show. Stara a star. The, the very self same. Yes. I'm just I I'm so so proud of him and so happy. And it's so funny because like two weeks ago we were working on something and I was like, nigga, you know you, you finna win that Pulitzer. And he was like, shut the fuck up. No, I'm not. And yesterday I sent him that gift. I told y'all niggas. That's so awesome. It, it, it's good news. I mean, like, for those of you that don't really follow it very closely, um, Pulitzers or Pulitzers, depending on how bougie you want to sound, mm-hmm. um, go to Broadway shows. Um, but the last two years, they've gone to off-Broadway plays, both of which were written by Black writers. And this show has an all-Black cast, a trans woman... All black queer cat. Yes, yes. Huh. Yeah. Yay. So I'm really, 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 really excited. If you haven't listened to the album, it's on every fucking streaming site. Listen to it, stream it, get it into your psyche. Um, if you are not part of the diaspora, you cannot sing Tyler Perry writes real life out loud. Um, <laughs> and if you're, find you. and if you're not gay, there are certain songs that you probably shouldn't sing out loud either. Sure can't. Sure can't. I think it is obvious, but the play is satire. <laughs> um, so AIDS is God's punishment. <laughs> it's not my favorite song on the soundtrack. Uh, Come on, outros. AIDS God's punishment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like yes. Please listen to so a strange good. loop. It's so good. It's so so good. Um, and then we got three real great music releases last week. Uh, JoJo. Mm-hmm. That thirty-minute album she tried to give us. Uh. I have but some, it's so fucking good. I have something to say about that. Oh, I bet you do. I've only listened to it once. I feel like I'm a little too old for the content. It is very, it's 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 more explicit than I'm used to from Miss Levesque. I know, I feel like Joanna is still 14 in my mind, but she's- I know, I'm like, to get out, girl. Right, she's actually a grown woman. But uh, who was the young man? Oh, Tory Lanez, absolutely not. 
the that white girl line, like, are we still in 2020? I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Like, in 2020, black men, are we still bragging about I'm, white women? Like, is that a thing? I'm so upset. <sighs> anyway, what else came out? Uh... Brandy. I heard they was not, they didn't like the song. Who was they? The internet. Oh, well, you know, I don't give a fuck. Baby mama. Yeah. I haven't heard it. When it comes to Brandy, Rayanna, Norwood, I have no choice but to stand. Right. And what else came out? Um, the best rapper of the Knowles Carter household. Oh, Beyonce. Oh my God, this Savage Remix. Oh my God. How does it feel for him to be the third best rapper in the family? Well, you know, they are also saying that Jay clearly wrote that. Uh, so? I'm not a fan of Sean, but they're like, I know a Jay-Z verse when I hear it. But also like, so? Yeah, so? She was good. Cardi B won the fucking Grammy for uh, Invasion of Privacy. Not her right. I mean, they also did, but like, she performed that shit. Right. And it's okay in other genres. Like, we don't punish people for not writing their own songs in other genres. So, what, what, what's, the, what's the tea? Are we mad at Whitney Houston for singing Dolly Parton's song? Right. Um, Are we mad at Luther for singing the, the Carpenter song? I do enjoy the Savage remix. The original song was getting a little bit on my nerves, I have to say. Um, just because it was in like every TikTok or whatever, but um, Beyonce, I don't even have TikTok, and my tick done talked. Talked, okay. I don't have TikTok either. Um, but Beyonce, she got them lines on there. Like my mama was a savage. I got that shit from Tina. What? <laughs> what? What? My mama was not a savage, so I can't put Miss Charity name in the song, but it's cute. <laughs> uh, neither can I. Um, I will not be putting my mother's business in, in the street. She is definitely not a savage. I would have to rewrite it. Something like, my mama is a saint. I did not get that from Missy. I'm a savage. Yeah. My, yeah, I did not get that from Missy at all. You want to see some real ass, baby? Here's your chance. If you don't jump to put jeans on, you don't feel my pain. You don't feel my pain. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that music has been helping me deal with my seasonal uh, (laughs) pandemic-aided Depressive We're never disorder. leaving the house. Yes. My birthday is canceled. Just throw the whole year in the garbage. Can can Taurus and Gemini have, be sad about their birthdays being canceled first? Just like no. a cancer, you're pre-emo about some shit that haven't even happened yet. Just wait. <laughs> My God. <laughs> can you wait to be sad? <laughs> No, because I have to not. practice being sad right. so that I'm real sad when it's time to be sad. And as much as you, you know how we do, and as much as y'all be sad, I don't understand why you need to practice. Just be sad. Yeah, it's, got, it's your favorite I, thing to do. I'm, no, I'm sad about new shit. I can't be. I can't be <laughs> new sad about old shit. Just go be by yourself somewhere and cry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm fucking trying to do? Um, what's the G? So. I watched Purple Rain over the weekend. Ooh, oh, for the one million billionth time. Uh huh. And anyone who follows me on Twitter, you know where I'm going with this. I am on record for talking a lot of shit about that movie. Like it is the best worst movie. Like it's so bad, but it's good. And I've given Prince a great deal of shit over the years for his acting performance in the movie. I wanna, uh-huh. I wanna walk it back. Oh. I, I wanna say that he had one really not great scene. Uh huh. But otherwise, I feel like he was giving us a range of emotion and also knowing. In hindsight, how terribly shy he was. 
and how early uh -huh. on in his career that was, I feel like he gave a really good acting performance. I do not disagree with you. I think he like was really bad at being mad and like intimidating and cussing. Well, sure. But when he found his father and they were having that moment and he's like, you know, is that yours? Did you write it? And like, they were like, there were some moments. Like he was having moments. He was having discovery. He was having behavior. He was funny. He was charming. He was flirtatious. He was sad. He was afraid. Like many more emotions than Scarlett Johansson gives in a wow. typical performance. <laughs> you knew I had to do it. You knew I had wow. to do it. I could not not be petty. You had to fucking let the chopper spray on that bitch. I didn't even let the chopper spray. I just said a, a truth. Wow. Who is who is an actor by her profession? Um, um, a multiple Oscar nominee. Might I add? Yeah. But yeah, I like. I think that Purple Rain is probably one of my favorite movies of all times. It's an instant mood lifter. There's some shit about it that like. I, you know, normally I'm like, ooh, I can't do this, that, and the third. But in the context of the movie, I feel like the homophobia just went towards how shitty of a character Morris was anyway. Yes. So I didn't really find it gratuitous. Uh, I, I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I'm inclined to agree with you. Also, the kid is the grandfather fuckboy he's like the prototype i mean he was awful <laughs> and then he slapped her i was like oh no i know i know now i know your little petite ass didn't just hit somebody i would have i i think i might need to watch it again i would have suplexed his little ass <laughs> you're such a fucking thug <laughs> like did you I, I'm outside of your weight class, sir. I know you didn't just hit me. <laughs> I refuse to believe that your 103-pound soaking wet ass just put your hands on me. I mean, it's all about suspension of disbelief. I, I'd have fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> Take this funky-ass earring and these hands. Wow. Yeah, you should watch it again. I, I mean, it just made me feel so good. And then there's like that last part of the movie after he plays Purple Rain. That's just all him being print and performing and like, oh, yeah. I think, you know, I think I might. I think I might. I mean, there's definitely sad parts about it. And when I remember being younger, thinking that his dad had like died. Uh-huh. And then being an adult, being like, that's super unresolved. Did he die? But, there, <laughs> <laughs> but then I feel like there would have been a funeral scene. Like, for sure, a funeral yeah. scene. I haven't seen it in a, in a long time, but I definitely remember there being some holes in the plot. I don't know if there are plot holes so much more as that it just didn't resolve for me. But that's like... Amazing. But Billy... I think that's his name. The club manager. He had like, he was making points. He's supposed to be the villain of the movie, but he's like, my nigga, Morris Day and them are turning this shit out. And you are fucking crying and humping the stage. Like, help me help you. <laughs> Trying to sell oh tickets. Right. Yeah. You have one job. One. One. And it's not this. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny, like, as you get older, the adult characters who were supposed to be the villain, like, the principal in the breakfast club, I'm like, y'all in detention! Sit your fucking asses down! Sit the fuck down! What are you doing? Wow, you're a fucking a narc sympathizer now? How is he a narc? You're in Saturday school, my nigga. Saturday and school. What the fuck are y'all doing? 
I am here on a motherfucking weekend because you fucking delinquents don't know how to act. And y'all up in here having a damn dance party and a fucking sister circle. Sit your ass down. Wow. We did like a production of that when I was in college and I definitely played the teacher. Wait, what? Yeah, we fucking did a like production of the it was actually a really good production we did it as like immersive theater so in a classroom basically and and like act two started outside so like everybody was outside for intermission and the dude who played bender like Uh ran through the patio area with the basketball. And that's how everybody knew that it was time to come back in for intermission. That's amazing. It was a dope production to be honest. And I was giving you so much like inner city bus driver tease. (laughs) (laughs) Like I carried the mail and I was not to be trifled with by these young white children. You best with the bull. (laughs) Look, you best with the bull, you get the horns. Oh, I was like, ma'am, absolutely not. Oh, no, 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 no. I've learned from this. Oh, my God, they're trying to cancel Tyra on Twitter, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, you guys, we've been calling this shit out (laughs) for five years. years. (laughs) On this podcast, at least once a year, I go back and watch that show and come on here and tell y'all how horrible Tyra Banks was. Right, like we've been told, y'all. There was someone. I've now the memes are like exploding because you know niggas is late and they love to be a dollar short and day late. <laughs> um, <laughs> talking about that meme of Raven laughing and eating her food. They're like Tyra when she fucks these bitches hair up and sends their ass home. <laughs> the only thing that I'm gonna say is I do not think it's fair for her to take the fall by herself because a lot of that like really awful what we now know to be anti-trans language did not come from her. Every single person on that panel said something awful in every Uh-oh. episode of every oh my season. God. Even even Miss J. Right. Especially. He was the main one calling common Dominica man. Right. And yeah. furthermore, not that it was ever okay, but to put a 2020 lens on that sort of thing is ridiculous because language evolves. And like, it's not like the F word. In my opinion, the F word has always been bad. It has always been hateful. It has always been a slur, but come on on this, but but people used to throw around the T word as like a descriptor. All the time. The way that they would call somebody a hermaphrodite. And I don't think, like, I think it sucks that they used to call them women drag queens. But, like, hi. I'm pretty sure you could find an episode of this show where we were like, that's, Drita is a man for, like, two years. Yes. Um, And also, like, in the way that shows evolve, like, RuPaul's white drag race. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you like literally changed their like Tyra male section. It was something that the community deemed appropriate, like, or the community was okay with. And then as the community evolved, it has, it changed to, she already didn't have hers. And now it's basically not even in the show at all anymore. And also too, I would gather that if that show was just for the community and didn't have the mainstream appeal that it has garnered, it would probably still be okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I absolutely 0% feel comfortable speaking for the trans community as I am 100% a cisgendered black gay man. Certainly. But I do think that even though there was the like wink, wink, nod, nod, this is all intra community. I think there were still some people because of like RuPaul's sort of reprehensible, like um, respectability politics that didn't trust him as a person who was like doing that without malintent so fair but i i'm starting to like open my ears to trans people and i hear the way that people talk is the same way that we throw around nigga and coon and jigaboo 
amongst ourselves. Yeah. And people are still talking that way. I think that because the show went mainstream, and this is even pre-RuPaul having his whatever he said about trans people, even though there have been trans people on the show since like season two. Yeah. Um, So I just, I don't, what I don't enjoy is the retroactive canceling. Like, of course, today in your wokeness, you can say how wrong this is, but like, do we need to go back and relitigate things? Right. Like using our now understanding on old shit. It's part of the reason why I don't really go up for the like searching tweets thing. So let me just say this once and for all about cancel culture. The way that people critique cancel culture is problematic to me because you cannot talk about cancel culture without understanding the origins of the fact that it came from the queer community and it wasn't a witch hunt. It was a simple thing of like, wow, I really like this person. Let me just make sure that they don't have any really strong anti-gay sentiment in their past before I start publicly going up for them, which is completely understandable. Absolutely. But I feel like it is more important to know what a person is saying and doing now. So even though I think it's shitty to pull up old tweets, if your response to the old tweets, Kevin Hart... Is shitty, then yeah, take the fucking heat. But if somebody goes back and was like, okay, girl, you used to call Drita a man every day on your podcast six years ago. And my response is, it was fucked up then and I didn't know it. And it's even more fucked up now. And if you choose to not fool with me because of it, I totally understand. But my current language, my current action, my current activism has evolved to the point where you it is clear to anyone who is listening that this is not how I feel and I don't and if there's some corrective action that anybody can suggest other than what I have been doing I'm willing to listen but I also accept the fact that in some people's eyes I will never be forgiven for that True. period period yeah yeah I mean, I, I, it it again, like, oh, I, I, and I, we don't have to go deep into this, but it was like very similar to my frustration with people's criticism about the person running for president who got the most votes four years ago that like, oh, she said something bad 25 years ago, or, oh, she did something stupid 20 years ago or 40 years ago. It's like, I actually want in my leaders and in the people I fuck with to follow their trajectory of growth. Like, right. I think you haven't moved on a position about anything in five years, 10 years, 50 years. And like, your living actually might be in vain. Sorry, Clark sisters. Right. Like if your if your life, <laughs> yes, of course it is. <laughs> like- uh, aunt, Auntie Dorinda, you got your own recipe. <laughs> oh, we coming down next week. <laughs> Big mama. Yo, are. <laughs> but um, if you haven't learned how much sugar actually goes in, in yam, <laughs> if you're not like doing anything different in your life, then like, are, are you really living? Like, if you know, the dichotomy is like either you grow or you die. And if you want to die on the hill of I've been right about X, Y, and Z my whole life, then like, I don't trust you to really apply fierce self-examination to your to yourself about shit that you might be wrong about. And also like a little bit of grace for people who don't know as much as you or who are taking a little bit longer to know things than you're knowing. Do I'm not I don't go up for willful ignorance. Now that's a whole ever. different that'll get your ass beat. Right, I don't go up for that ever, but like we are all learning. Every day we're learning like I retweeted something about the word Eskimo. I just learned a couple of years ago that that is a slur. Many people do not know that. Do I think that you should cancel somebody and call them fucking idiots and names or whatever? Listen, I'm not into it. I don't, I can't tell you how to react, but what I'm telling you is I have learned and I'm passing on this knowledge. I'm not about to get at you. I'm just passing it on. Yeah. I mean, I think that is the more generous option of like of growth is that like each one teach one not each one drag one but you know dragging is like 
looked upon as an effective education tool. And it is funny to your girl that the same people who think dragging is an educational tool also don't go up for loud evangelical Christianity. I just want to ask, like, have you ever been shamed into growth successfully in your life? I have, but I carry a lot of Catholic guilt. But I also have been shamed into that growth very privately. It's not right. something that I have gone back and been like, I got drugged by my motherfucking teeth for this. And I'm coming to tell y'all that this is not okay. I just privately correct. Well, that's that's how you... I mean, I feel like, again... Doing any of this shit over the internet is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't do shit in person now, so you got to do that shit on Zoom. Be like, uh, here's the Zoom code. I, I need to gather you right quick. <laughs> but I also feel like, sorry. Mm. Let me drag you right quick. There is a, a love aspect that is missing. I feel like the only people who ha- can successfully gather me in love are people with whom I'm in a loving relationship. So Absolutely. somebody like you could say to me, actually, Nicole, when you are abbreviating a state, both letters are capitalized. And I, <laughs> and I would be like, oh, and I'll never forget it. But if some stranger on the internet was like, damn, how old are you? Can you read, you stupid bitch? I don't know that I would have been as uh, open to it. Uh, um, fuck you. <laughs> I learned. You got me together on worse, worse, too. I mean, that wasn't getting you together. That was like making a, a correction of something that is like commonly confused. Well, you didn't get me together as in you corrected me. We had a discussion and I was like, I always mix these two up. And you gave me a nice little mnemonic device to not mix them up. Yeah, that's not getting you together. That's news you could use. Right. But I feel like a lot of people are like, I've never invested in you. I, I've never loved you. I've never celebrated you. But here, let me critique you. And you're supposed to accept my critique. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, who are you? Accept these nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. You stranger ass internet bitch. What the fuck is a culture critic? Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm over it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, the Clark sisters. So maybe you're fighting Mad Mary today. Huh? I said maybe you're fighting Mad Mary today. Oh, I'm always fighting Mad Mary. I just have to fight not to be. <laughs> um what what else is how The Clark how sisters. The Clark sisters. Please. Yeah. Can we um <laughs> Okay. Um now, I want to start this by saying uh, my mama is indeed Louisiana. Yes. Um, my daddy is Arkansas, so I can't fully quote that. Uh, but <laughs> basically, my roots is from the root. So I know of which I speak. I have had candy yams and sweet potato pie and all flavor of things you could buy on Slauson my whole life. Yes, at the Slauson Swap Meet. <laughs> Look at me knowing things about LA. Okay. Like I knew about Inglewood when the Lakers played at the Forum, so like don't come for my credentials. But Miss Karen, <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to empty the whole damn container of sugar into the damn yams. I will say to her cri- credit. <clears throat> uh-huh. <clears throat> I do not believe that you were supposed to eat it in its entirety in that way. So like the lake of sugar that it was swimming in. That was in the damn lake of fire. Like, I don't think that goes on your plate. What the fuck do you mean? Like she put all that shit. So there's a part two of the video. She put like a pound of sugar on the yams. 
She put a bag of sugar on those <laughs> white sugar, might I add. Right, that that creamy crack. <laughs> um, but then in the second video, it was just like a bunch of yams, like marinating in a sh- in sugar water, which I think she removed from the sugar water, put in another pan, and sprinkled like brown sugar, sugar and butter to finish it off. So, oh, so I, nigga, you just wasting sugar? I think it was like a marinade situation. I don't That's agree. Throwing the Kool Aid, you can't be just throwing away like right. granulated sugar. Okay. I think like, uh. I I don't agree with the amount of sugar, but I also I don't think that they were like scooping the yams up out of that syrupy ass liquid and then like pouring that liquid on them to eat them. I just like she already, uh, you know, went to the doctor for a cosmetic procedure and like. They mama, I, I don't want to speak on Miss Maddie, but I, I believe she had diabetes-related complications. That's what they were saying in the comments. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, and I also, again, after moving to New York and having the host of this podcast get me together about uh, other cuisines and other ways to eat food, you know, I be eating sweet potatoes with nothing on it, just salt. Now, right. mm, uh, salt, I, yeah, like a French fry, like like a fucking potato, like a baked potato. I think like a little brown sugar is 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 okay. You like sweet potato is you know it's um people might you know be triggered by this word, but it is fully versatile. <laughs> Don't come for me. It can be used as both a savory and a sweet. I concur. I really enjoy baking a sweet potato and loading it the way that I would load a regular potato. Yeah. Like ground turkey, salsa, cheese, sour cream. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. Um, But I grew up like definitely with the big ass pot like pan of candied yams yes uh with the fucking marshmallows on them yes and we are using these terms interchangeably i'm very well aware that a yam and a sweet potato are two different items but the dish is called candy yams <laughs> and you get whatever your mama could find at the store if it comes in the fucking purple can great like i don't actually think i saw a, a like a ruggler out of the ground sweet potato <laughs> until for like years. See, my mom have been no, my mom have been on her like from the earth my entire life. So she didn't play that canned yam shit. Now we didn't play about greens like fuck glory greens. Absolutely not. Yeah, like no. we're uh-uh. doing this ourselves. Yeah, no, no glory greens, but. I'm not mad at the glory um, sweet potatoes. The se- I mean, sweet potatoes. The season um, black eyed peas in the can. Yeah, that's probably why 2020 is fucked up. People eating them <laughs> damn canned black eyed peas on New Year's. <laughs> Who fucking had the fucking canned black eyed peas? Like, no, it's all these fucking no. new Negroes who reject slave food. They didn't want to eat the damn black eyed peas this year. Now look at us. Look at us. Like, you didn't do the fucking Harambe shout, and now... <laughs> we're fucked. We're fucking <laughs> locked in the house. Oh, yeah. There, so there's a video on the internet of one of their nieces, like, videotaping Karen, Dorinda, and Jackie. Well, Dorinda was like, bitch, that is too much fucking sugar. I was about to say, obviously, because I don't think they, they still talk to Janice. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I really do wonder what that's like after after the movie came out. Because Denise wasn't in the um, where are they now portion. She was. I mean, she was she on stage with them? Oh, no. But neither was Twinkie. Oh, right. It was just uh, Jackie, Karen, and Dorinda. Um, and their niece was videotaping Karen putting... 76 spoonfuls of sugar on some yams and like the, and the whole internet was like grandma your arm 
<laughs> Big Mama, your arm. <laughs> yeah, Ahmad was stressed out. Uh, what else? Um, have you fully caught up or where are you with The Last Dance? I'm not caught up. I just saw episode three last night. What do you think? How are, how are you feeling about it? I want to say one thing to these shady ass producers and filmmakers. If y'all... So, no. If y'all did another motherfucking close-up on Carmen Electra, like... <laughs> don't Why? play they were they that shit was shady they were showing her from like a distance and then every now and again they'd be like zoom 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 i'm like <laughs> she looks good she still looks really good like get that camera out that lady face like that she really does like wherever she went like she definitely i hope she's on the preferred customer program because like their work is is but you can also see signs of aging like she's not completely snatched you can tell that she's she's an older woman but uh somebody on the internet was like you know she was happy to get that call (laughs) like can y'all leave people alone (laughs) right like let her be them VJ checks ain't coming in no more. MTV ain't paying her ass like they used to. Yeah. No, this was the like Dennis Rodman and like Detroit Pistons episode, which I thought was good. I'm just going slow. Um, trying to absorb, trying to learn. I'm excited to see the the Steve Kerr fight. I'm scared about the Kobe. Bruh. I'm scared about the Kobe episode because I think it's gonna make me cry. It's not a I won't I won't spoil it, but it's not a full episode. So in episode uh, six, I think, or at five or six, he makes an appearance. Okay, um, and he talks, but there hasn't been a full-on Kobe episode yet. But I definitely like, I I stopped breathing for like five minutes. Is is there footage of him now? Like, well, not now, but uh, no comment. Okay. Oh, anywho, happy yeah. birthday, Vanessa. Yeah. I really like I I've really appreciated this sort of deep dive into nostalgia. And like obviously Michael produced the documentary, so he's gonna make himself look favorable. And I saw all of Detroit uh on Twitter being like, um, fuck that nigga. Uh I think it was right, like fuck this bullshit and like i absolutely get it um but it it has been a really lovely walk down memory lane to just like because i remember i mean so much of this was like my early childhood Mm -hmm. i mean obviously he was like i wasn't born when he joined the league but like his first like that first championship that three-peat the fucking shrug um when he like fucking murked Clyde Drexler, like oh my those God. were yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid, uh, Clyde Drexler was the spokesperson of Little Caesars. <laughs> I just remember his goggles. And they had a fucking Clyde Drexler pizza, and my uncle was like, "Maybe he need to eat that damn pizza." Oh my God, <laughs> they're definitely getting more to the part of basketball where I remember like watching. Yeah. Speaking of, in our little kind of hey boo section, um, they've been featuring the We Believe Warriors season on the Warriors Instagram and Twitter. And this is when I started to like become a fan of the Warriors because you couldn't help it in the Bay Area. It was like you the, really couldn't. It was like the dream season. Every day when I got off Bart, some there was this guy who had like a count of how many games in a row they had won. Like it just is taking me back to like my beginnings of being like invested in basketball again, or for the yeah. first for the first time. Sorry, that was like a very lovely moment because I as a lifelong Lakers fan was like oh we're not gonna win five games this season like <laughs> we're not going to nobody play nothing um 
and then to watch like it was 2006 right yep 0607 yeah uh yeah it was my freshman year of, of undergrad um to watch like the whole entire bay area be like oh my god we believe fuck- <laughs> we believe like we're gonna fucking go um it was really really special and then how that has like grown into this amazing dynasty of of great basketball players who like really love and support each other like it's 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 been nice a nice some nice nostalgia of happier times it was like the first time in like 13 years that the warriors had hosted playoff games i know Oh, Lord, just don't let it be another 13 years, Lord, Father God. (laughs) Please, Lord, I I thank you for the reprieve that you gave us. Corona made a way, Lord. But but please, Father God, don't pass us by. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Uh, What else? You know, just trying to stare at new patterns into the wallpaper. Uh, I was about to call you Laura Ingalls Wilder with that wallpaper. (laughs) Little nigga on the prairie. (laughs) Uh, Well, wait, I sometimes this is how, you know, like I didn't I I didn't go to computer school. I'd be sometimes (laughs) getting Laura Ingalls Wilder and Louisa May Alcott confused. I mean, aren't they the same? No, bitch, that's two different niggas. <laughs> I know. Also, like, every oh, year... Oh, Louisa May Alcott was little women. Every year, Twitter finds that clip of Todd Bridges on uh, whatever show that was, and they're like, damn, this was hard. I'm like, y'all find this every year. My God. Uh, like, y'all. Anyway, I just want to say I'm going on two months Uh in isolation I know and I really miss hugs mm. a hug yeah real bad um but I think as the stay in place orders start to relax because you know I like to follow rules bitch I love a rule <laughs> bitch I love a rule <laughs> as soon as these stay in place and stay at home orders start to relax a little bit even though I think it's completely unwise for society at large um, as long as I know that people aren't going to get like pulled over and arrested I think I want to try to start seeing other people who have also been isolating because it's just really unhealthy to go this long without human contact I wonder how them damn astronauts be doing it because I'm like nigga right right I forgot what my friends look like. Right. I just want to hug. Child, you're going to be having all these damn men in your goddamn DMs being like, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Listen, sirs, uh, isolate. Or ma'ams. Th- or, or ma'ams, because you know I'm coming out uh, the quarantine a bit more gayer. <laughs> Lord. Self-isolation has made me a little bit more lesbianic, ladies. Girl, stop lying. I'm not. Melissa <laughs> Melissa from Top Chef. She's making me reconsiderate. <laughs> I have to say. Uh they had to use a machete in the quick fire challenge. And I just Ooh, was on Twitter okay. like Melissa and this machete is my sexuality. Ooh, giving me thoughts and emotions. Listen. Um people. I, uh, what was I? I was, I don't know. I was about to whore myself. You're talking about wanting a hug. I just want a hug. I'm going to just send you her whole Google image surf, search resort. You pick one. Oh, she might be the damn Hey Boo. Hell. She is. The Hey Jigaboo goes out to everybody saying fuck you to the first lady, Michelle LaVon Robinson Obama. Fuck Who you. Fuck? fuck you. How about that? I, okay. It's a few things I won't tolerate in this dancery. <laughs> and any shade or disrespect for Michelle LeVon Robinson Obama. Like, oh, it's it's super gauche now to like hate the Obamas retroactively. Oh, of course. And 
I am not here for nobody is above critique Twitter. I feel like if you're going to critique somebody, line your motherfucking resume up with theirs. Well. well. Or at least, or at least be in their field. Or at least like, ooh, Melissa. Ooh, girl. I'm saying. I'm saying. Um, or at least like don't sound like an idiot and have full understanding of the context under which they made some of the decisions that you're particular like you're taking particular umbrage with. Or just because don't agree. Like, Leave those fucking people alone. They served this country for eight years and experienced racism and threats on their lives and attacks on their children. Leave them the fuck alone. How about that? You don't like some shit they said? Just sit in your house and don't like it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm so motherfucking tired of the retroactive cancellation of people. More than eight years, because like when that man thought about becoming president, he made he had to make so many decisions and sacrifices over his like decade plus career in public service and in public life to make sure that as a nigga, he was like basically perfect. Right. Um, and I, you know, sure. I, I guess there are things that I disagree with about his policies and yeah, he could have gone further and Yes, I'm happy his position evolved on gay marriage and like all this other shit. And there's plenty of things I could be angry about, but oh my God, like how much work he did do and how grateful I am for that work and the example that he was to our country. Like, I, yeah, I, uh uh. I'm 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 definitely, I'm definitely, I seem to come off as one of those people who believes that you shouldn't have a criticism or critique about anyone. It's obviously not true. I critique and criticize everybody all the fucking time. But my thing, my thing has always been like, what is your end game? What is your end game? So you you want want Joe Biden held responsible for these allegations against him? What do you want? Because to me, it sounds like you want another four years of Trump. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very complicated. And I think tempers are very high now Um, and the stakes certainly have never been higher. And I I do sometimes have a question about the some the like flamethrowery rhetoric. It's like, oh. Okay, if you do want to burn everything down to the ground, you do understand that like that's not exactly like a functional way that we can make progress. There's no there's no model for it in our country's history. So like what what are you proposing? Like what what's your what's your offer? How are you offering a solution? And to the people who like participated in some of that flamethrowery rhetoric four years ago, like all I have to say is like literally look around. Oh, you can't cause you're stuck in the house. Oh, that's right. Like earn my vote. You don't have to earn it. All I'm doing is getting, trying to vote to get Trump out of office. You having a D next to your name and winning the nomination earned my vote. Unfortunately, that's just what it is at this point. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know the the other thing that I that I, it was it's just funny to me um, was the old adage that like Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. Like, do you know mm. how many people had issues with the current resident of the current occupant of the Oval Office? But like the stakes about Supreme Court justice nominations mm-hmm. and the future of our country and creating a legislative agenda. They went that with it. was more important. And I mean, I think it's very scary to think that, you know, there could potentially be two to three Supreme Court appointees in the next four years. And like, that shit is very scary. And also like, the it, it again the like retroactive canceling or retroactive criticism of Obama like his policy platform I'm old enough to remember when they called him like a radical leftist socialist mm-hmm. and like now in 2020 we're like that didn't go nearly far enough so like the criticism can't be utopia or I don't care like I that's just 
not the way a three-pronged legislative, like a three-pronged, you know, form of government can work. And sure, like, does this actually function effectively? Probably not. There are lots of, you know, um, uh, quirks with the system that don't really allow progress to happen quickly. But like, this is the bed that we're in. So we have to make the best bed. We can't fucking burn the bed and the house like Britney Spears in the damn gym. Right. And like you culture critic with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter. I understand it's just your opinion, but like, why would you say something like, you know, earn my vote, Diddy or, you know, like, why? Why? I know you're not a role model. I know you're not responsible, but people are following you in any other aspect. You're an influencer and you sit in that. But then when it's time to be like, because to me, it sounds like I don't like Joe Biden, so I'm not going to vote. That's what it sounds like to me when I see people doing this, like he is a sexual assaulter and he should be held accountable because right now he all we got. Bernard, yeah. Bernard not winning the nomination. So I don't know what the fuck is the point of it right now. Yeah, I I think also part of this is like so much election fatigue that the the process does go on for way too fucking long. And I wish, like I also wonder if like part of the general anxiety I'm feeling every fucking day that I wake up is anxiety about November. Yeah. And being like, oh my God, I just want to wake up and it be January 21st, 2021 all over again. Well, let me ease your anxiety. Trump is winning the election. No, nigga. No. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I fucking, I rebuke that demon in the name of Jesus. I hope I... I have never wanted to be wrong so bad, but I don't think I am. I <laughs> I didn't understand what you said. I You cut out. Sorry, didn't hear you. <laughs> uh, the disrespect grabbed me by the throat. Are y'all, please, can y'all please watch uh, Bowman's fucking videos? <laughs> Will you please? Because I can't be alone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking Bowmanizer on Twitter and he is the light of my fucking life. He's so fucking dramatic and like his whole family participates in his antics and he is my favorite thing on earth. He said that his friends hung out without him and like he was so disrespected that he went into labor. He was like, I started having contractions. So disrespectful. My favorite one is when he was like his roommate swept up the pile of crap and didn't like sweep it into the thing and put it in the garbage. He was like, I decide to pass away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's uh I'm sure he all of them are on TikTok, but he posts them on Twitter. His name uh is Bowmanizer on Twitter, B-O-M-A-N-I-Z-E-R. Please go watch his fucking video. <laughs> like, yeah, I need some fucking laughter and distraction. <laughs> he said uh-huh. his friend was coughing in his mouth, and she was like clear on the other side of the fucking kitchen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. And he just did the part one reunion of the season. It's so fucking good. Please go you, watch him. I think you said that. To me and I like I spent 35 minutes just, just watching that shit over and over and over the disrespect grabbed me by the throat threw me up against the wall <laughs> <laughs> oh he said, oh he said <laughs> I turned into a wizard <laughs> I read her mind <laughs> And his stepsister is fucking hilarious too. And he got his mom on the reunion show. So where is he from? Canada. Oh, that makes sense. He sounds like he got good health care. Yes, definitely. They're rich, rich, honey. Mm hmm. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Damn, hey, boo. My hey, boo is. Baron Davis. Oh, oh, wow. We believe. We believe. Ooh, we believe. Um, my hey boo is 
the way that they disrespected the fuck out of Tony Kukoc in the 92 Olympics. <laughs> the disrespect. Grabbed him by <laughs> the throat. Like, what's also funny to watch, because this was not a thing that I was aware of at all when I was a kid, is, like, the rivalry between Michael and Jordan, I mean, Michael and Pippen and Jerry Krause. Mm-hmm. Like, so much animosity mm-hmm. and they're like oh you want to draft this nigga okay you think he's a good defensive player okay i'm gonna score 40 on him exclusively um i yeah i mean like he's an asshole but it it, it made me it made me happy isn't he dead michael jordan jerry Krause. oh i was like what i don't think so Come on, Google. I feel like he looked a little too unhealthy. Oh, yeah, baby. He died. Yeah, I was about to say, he looked a little too unhealthy in the videos to still be among us. Oh, yeah, he died in 2017. Yeah, he looked dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not That's funny. Crazy. He died. Yeah, he was born in 1939. Oh, yeah, he was old. He was very old. You are very old. <laughs> Trump checks. <laughs> Coronavirus. Oh my God. All right. Go ahead. Um, well, until every other next week, this is the day that the Lord has made. But not the day for you to try it. Bye. Bye.